What's going on, everybody? I'm Corey from City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is our Clash of Champions post show. I'm sitting here. What do we call this studio again, Gabriel? I don't know. I okay. don't think. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was. No, it was the I Don't Know Studios. Remember? You said it last time. Yeah. I'm sitting here in the I Don't Know Studios in the beautiful San Francisco, California. Uh, like I said, I'm Corey Smith. I'm sitting here with my co-host, the Feastmaster of, of the Diamond Studios or of the Diamond Re- Podcast Network. I guess it's we're going to start something I, new I, now. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Uh, the City Wrestling Radio Podcast Network. I just work here. And oh, your Gabriel name is? Morningstar. Gabriel Morningstar. How are you today, sir? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Little fool, you know. We just watched uh, Clash of Champions. And fuck, was that a show? It was a show. It was a very long show. Um, it was a show that I thought... Um, I mean, what did you think of the show overall? Overall, it was just really lackluster. It was a WWE show. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's a WWE show, but at the same time, it's, it is one like even for a WWE show, I felt the show was extra. Yeah. Um, it was Monday. I felt like the crowd. Dude, I cannot get over that crowd. That I felt crowd. Like the crowd. The there cr- was definitely some characters in that crowd. Oh, yeah, definitely. There was a few people that stuck out. Like, oh, that's funny. But that no, definitely. That crowd was dead from the start of the show. Yeah. It was. It was like there was about twenty to thirty fans close to the mics in the crowd that were hot um, because there were. So you would hear like throughout the night, be like, "This is awesome," <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but nothing really got going. The crowd felt like they were on mute the entire night. Pretty much, um, every match just dragged. Like it went on for way too long. The only match that really stuck out to me was uh, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Yep. Um, and even that, like, I didn't even think was a great match. I still felt like it, you know. Like, they worked for it. Yeah, exactly. That was, but that was the only one I felt like where they really put some effort in. Exactly. Um, the one good thing I will say about this, and it's Clash of Champions, so they made every match feel like a big match feel. Like, you know, the lights would come down for every match. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was definitely, like, one of those things, because like, it fooled me at first. It was like, oh, my God, Cedric's winning that title tonight. Right. Um, when the lights came down for him, it seemed something special. And if they're going to do Clash of Champions, where every match is a championship match, I kind of like that addition to it. You know, just make every match feel like it is that like NXT title match or that Universal title yeah. match. But I think also what killed it was just like the the hype for it, or essentially like all the promos for it. In like the graphics themselves, they advertise it like it was more of a phone game than well, anything else you know like the yeah. graphics themselves you know yeah like it's uh the only titles that changed hands you know we have new tag team champions across the board you new raw Ooh. tag team champions and new smackdown live tag team championships with the revival mm-hmm. you know um and those were matches that had no build to them but so no, but no ladies match right no did the ladies switch hands no 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 maybe bailey kept her title and no Becky, no, no no i mean Becky the, kept for the t- women's tag team no, 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 Alexa. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Alexa and uh, Nikki kept retain the titles. Uh, but let's get into the full card, guys. Before I get into it, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. It's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. Also, follow us on a plethora. I said a plethora of fine podcast delivery applications. That means a bunch of stuff. Apple, Google, uh, Stitcher, CastBotch, and now, or sorry, I said CastBosh. That was a cast, cast botch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a cast botch. Uh, cast box. But guys, and now we are finally on Spotify. That's right. We, you you got that student um, 
plan for $4.99 a month that included Hulu. And now you can listen to City Wrestling. City Wrestling Radio comes with that $4.99 subscription. Yep. And no commercials. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, there's no commercials on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we have no commercials. On Spotify? No. Oh yeah, yeah you're okay. subscribed. That's right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know the full. I don't know the full gist of uh, Spotify, but guys, go on there, follow, like, share, and subscribe. Go buy a t-shirt at teespring.com/store/cwr415. Uh, t-shirt, hoodies, mugs. Uh, get anything with stickers. We have some nice diecast stickers. Leggings. On there. Leggings. Yes. If pillows. You, no, the pillows are off. Oh. The pillow. I took some bunch of stuff off. What? Yeah, I mean, I took a stump off. I could put it back on for you. I, I wanted a pillow. And guys, if you really see something on there and uh, you want it on a pillow, you got to let me know and I'll put it back on the store for you. Um, but yeah, go buy some stuff because it really does help the boost the profile of the show and uh, makes us just better overall. The more money we have, the better of a podcast we are is my, um, the way I think. Cream. Right? Yes. Cash rule or cookies rule everything around me. Exactly. Anyways, guys. Let's get into the full show. Uh, the first match we actually didn't see, um, it was the Cruiserweight title match. Uh, we turned it on at the very last second, uh, which sucked because right when uh, uh, right when we turned it on, I kind of had this feeling. I'm like, why do I feel like Lindsay Dorado is going to hit a move and then Drew Gulak throws him out of the ring to get the pin? And then what do <laughs> we have? Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Uh, then Drew Gulak goes for this German suplex. And Lindsay Dorado's shoulders aren't even on the mat. And the ref has to tell him, hey, yeah. his shoulders on the mat. fix it. And then they put the shoulders on the mat, and then they go for the three and count. They do the three count. It's like Jesus just, Christ! It really. It was just okay. If you yeah. want to make Lindsay Dorado even weaker, there you go. Right after eating one move and then eating a pin. Well, I mean that's all we saw, but you know, yeah. definitely, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then we go to something I something I thought I would never ever see is AJ Styles on the pre-show. <gasps> On the pre-show. Um, so it was AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. I mean, this was a decent match. Uh, Mishinoku driver to AJ, followed by a kick out. Nasty brain buster to Cedric on the edge. Styles clash to Cedric on the outside. AJ then uh, drags Cedric back into the ring and uh, goes for the pin, but arrogantly pulls him up. Um, and he's, you know, he. I felt like this was a good way to kill the crowd. Like yep. five minutes before the show's supposed to officially start, and you're going to... Yeah, I don't know. Beat the, the hometown, he- beat the hometown hero, and then kill their vibes. Yep. So, it was something for me that I thought was completely r- ridiculous, and uh, I mean, it did. Um, it, it just, yeah, it, it's going to go further because after the match, the OC beat down on Cedric, and you know, like I said, this will definitely lead into a match at Hell in the Cell on Raw or something. And if it leads to a Cedric Alexander United States title. Uh, Rain, I'm all for it. Then I guess good for him, so long as he's not as lackluster as another champion. Which one? Which one? Kofi. There's so many champions that were lackluster tonight, dude. This I don't know true. who the fuck you're talking <laughs> this is about. True. Um. So yeah, then we go into the main card. We kicked off the show with uh, Seth Rollins versus Braun Str- or Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. And uh, I mean, do you want to? You got some notes on this match, right? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Um, I had to check the food a lot because I was grilling. Uh huh. But, but yeah, um, pretty much I have what was almost the finisher. Yeah, to no- the match, which was, you know, Ziggle Wiggle going for a DDT to Seth. Seth reversing it. Um. Almost hot tags Braun, and then gets the hot tag on Braun. Braun wrecks everything and takes yeah, him out. Yeah, no, Braun gets much, taken out himself. Yeah. Um, 
We do at the end of the match have a hot tag to Rollins. Rollins goes right after uh, Rude and Ziggler. We get a glorious DDT to Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins gets pinned by Robert Rude. And new, yep. and new uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Ziggler and Rude, your Raw Tag Team Champions. Whoop de doo, Basil. And then Charlie talks to Braun after the match. He's, I don't care. Because Braun came out so sad. I'm, like, I'm Braun really, had feelings. Braun looked like he was going to cry for a second. I, I will say this. Yeah, he, he would look legit hurt. Like, he was so disappointed. I think he actually legit loves those um, tag team titles. Like, right? he, he's like, no, I won those with Nicholas. Exactly. That, that they something, mean something to they him. They mean something. That was me and my little brother from the Big Brother Little Brother program. <laughs> oh, God. We shot a lot of guns together. <laughs> Um, and then uh, after that, we have Becky backstage, and you know, because I think it's funny how Braun was like, and at the end of the night, I'm gonna walk out Universal Champion, and Seth's gonna yep. get these hands. And it cuts to Becky with uh, Kayla Braxton, and she's like, Oh, I got to tell you, I think Braun's a little wrong there, you exactly. know. Exactly. She's like, You're not gonna touch me, man. You're not gonna. We're gonna walk out with both our titles. Uh, she keeps talking yep. about um, just a bunch of stuff. She's talking about her match with Sasha tonight. It was just a build up for later in the night. So yeah, but get. Well, no, that didn't happen. Then I was thinking that was later. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was later with Alexa. Um, then we have uh, Bailey versus Charlotte. Um, yep. Uh, what do you think of this match? Eh. Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of nice that it started off with a lot of intensity, and it was just Charlotte being like, "You know what? I'm gonna fucking murder I you." I kind of hope that was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was hoping that she was just gonna be like, "I'm gonna squash the shit out of you," and that's it. And then just beat Bailey like yep. one, two, three, but. but you know, she kicked Bailey down with that boot to yep. the face, and then kept throwing. Bailey's butt just came into play and made her just bounce, bounce her right, right back, back up. up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bailey then getting tossed into all the barricades one by one. At one point, Bailey took off the turnbuckle pad, and I didn't even see this coming, and slammed Charlotte's face. I don't think face. we saw that on the first camera angle. No, we didn't. No. Um, it was like the Roman Reigns. You know, we had to yeah. see like the for six weeks later. We're like, oh, there's Rowan. That's what. Why happened. didn't you show us this camera angle at first? Right. Um, and Bailey slams Charlotte's face right into the exposed turnbuckle and gets the pin on her. After the match, Bailey just grabs her title and runs, runs, she runs for the like, hill. Bye. <laughs> she's out of there. Um, and I mean, it makes sense uh, if this is the heel she's going to be, then it's a little bit more of an arrogant heel and not so much of a face who's being manipulated by Sasha. It definitely right. seems like something that like it's more preservation. I yeah, guess, it's like her. she knows exactly what she's doing now. Like it's right. that I'm want to be I want to make the great greatest women's division of all time, but then using a chair or you know using cheap tactics to win. Exactly. Um. So it's it's more heel on Bailey. It's more heel heat on Bailey, and I like it because. Um, if they're going to make Bailey more heel, it's great as long as she's not this person who's being taken advantage of by Sasha. Yeah, and so long as uh, one of the big things that I like to relate to a lot is like she's keeping her integrity. She's she thinks that she's doing what, or she thinks, Jesus Christ, I had a stroke. Um, she thinks that she's in the right. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. that's the thing about faces like you every every or heels uh, every heel is the face of their own story. Exactly. And that's what I think is great about um, a really good heel. Next up, we have the New Day versus the Revival. And like I said, for the past couple of weeks, apparently the New Day has been injured, both of them. Yep. And then they have a match. And then all of a sudden, boom, match. 
Okay, cool. So uh, back and forth between the four men, Revival take out Xavier, a shatter machine to Big E on the outside. Then we have a shatter machine to Xavier. And instead of pinning Woods, uh, Dawson goes for a reverse figure four, targeting the knee of Xavier. Um, I don't know if they're writing off Xavier for a while or what, but it seems like they really focused on making Xavier look like he was taken out. Right. Maybe he's got like some video game stuff to do. I don't know. The E three is already done. I don't know what the other fucking video know. game competition. Probably some like other weird street. Is there like some Fortnite competition video? coming up? I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, you're a big Fortnite fan, aren't you? Negative. Why not? Why do you rip on Fortnite so much? Is it because the kids? It's what the youth likes. No, it's because you don't want to play with me. It's oh well, I'll play with you. Not Fortnite though. I'll play like, Grand Theft Auto Online or no. like. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay. Too violent. Anyways. uh... And then we go into uh, Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I mean, it, it was a match. Yeah. Um, oh, so no. But before this, though, um, they're backstage. This is Alexa and Nikki Cross backstage, and they're trying to do an interview. And a uh, boom mic lowers. Even uh, though there's already a mic. Yeah, even though there's a mic right in front of her speaking into yep. uh R-True says, he goes, oh, sorry, Carmella number two. I just wanted to hear what you were saying. Uh, that's when Alexa Bliss grabbed the mic and said, R-Truth is on site. R-Truth is on site. Anyone grab a referee if you want the 24-7 title, which I thought was, was kind of funny, you know? Right. It was very comedic. It was very slapstick humory, and it was good. That's when everyone ran after R-Truth. Do you, know, do you remember who was running after him? It looked like Hawkins and Ryder. Hawkins and Ryder, for sure. A did referee. It, did it look like B-Team was there? Maybe. They've been usually the ones kind of running after them. Yeah. You know the legit tag teams. Oh, God, those are the legit tag teams. Oh, Jesus right. Christ. Ah! What has happened to this world? But anyway, Sonya, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, I mean, this is a this is a match. Uh, both teams. I mean... Uh, Nikki Cross's spot. Swiveling her hips like Big E. Oh, God. Being like, I'm sexy. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. I'm sexy. Rolling them hips. Oh, God. It was just, it was ridiculous. Like, you've resorted Nikki Cross. Like, Nikki Cross was one of the most over people in NXT, and now she's been resorted to a comedy act. Seriously. God, do you remember the shit that she did with freaking Asuka? And then now... Well, it's just like being a part of Sanity and how over Sanity was. You know what I mean? It's like I fear for anybody, um, any woman that gets brought to the main roster, if Vince doesn't see you as a marketable sex object, you know right. what I mean? You get put in a, a situation like this. Yep. It's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, yeah, they're great athletes. But the reason they're being – they're one of the main reasons they're being marketed by Vince – is because, you know, he finds them attractive. Yeah. If he didn't find them attractive, they wouldn't get pushed as much. Exactly. And it's fucked up. Yeah, and that's Because that's you don't see Nikki I'm, getting pushed or at least getting a good storyline. It's, yeah. it's it's like a comedy storyline. And, and I'm pretty sure that's why, you know, in the beginning it was very much like, oh, push, like they're going to kiss each other type thing. And I'm, I'm glad that they nipped that in the butt. And, and I also want to say this. I'm not saying... I, I need to clarify this. I don't want somebody to get pissed. I'm not saying that Mandy Let Rose, Sonya Deville... Bailey, anyone has only got there because of their looks. Right. But in WWE, if you've noticed, girls who are blonde, uh-huh. girls who are very, very attractive, seem to get a push over other women. Yeah. And if it goes back a year, you know, it goes back to the 80s and 90s. Oh, 100%. All over the place. <clears throat> so that's what I'm saying when I say that. I'm not saying that they only got there based on their looks. They're all fabulous athletes, and they're all great wrestlers. Yep. Um, let's see this match, uh, <clears throat> uh, fire and desire hit a high, low V trigger to Mandy, but Alexa breaks up the count, twist a neck breaker to Mandy and, uh, cross During gets the match up. though. They get interrupted. 
Oh, by R Truth and yep. the Twenty Four Seven Geeks. Yeah, which I did like. Alexa, she tried to pin R Truth. Yeah, she did try to pin R Truth. That was, was clever. Cool. Yeah. I I don't know if that was planned or not, because the way R Truth ran in and he got pinned by her, he was kind of like he didn't seem like he was expecting that at all. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if that was something they called on the fly. So <clears throat> after this, we have the Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um. It, it's. I feel like every See, fucking match I, like this. I is wanted just, to watch this match, but I had to grill some burgers. So. Oh well, let's review these burgers before this match because that yeah. sounds fucking far more exciting. It does. How were they? Ma- Did you like to cook on them? Um, no, they were horrible. No, I'm. Del- I'm kidding. They were delicious. I mean, yeah, it was crappy ground beef yeah. that somebody picked out. I'm saying they were delicious. Okay. I was joking with you. God, Mister Sensitive over here. Don't talk bad about my food. Anyways, uh, Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura. It was back and forth between the two men. Miz is, um, he's just not a wrestler. Like, he's a wrestler, and I get it, but he is, like, somebody who was homegrown in the WWE system when he was in his mid to late 20s, you know what I mean? And he's not somebody who's, like, Ricochet, who, you know, cut his back on the indie circuit. There's not, he's not somebody like Seth Rollins, who, you know, grew up in CZW, Dean Ambrose, or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he is. I mean, granted, he is known for being like one of the safest guys, but you. I don't and know, a lot like, of a lot of the older guys really think that's good. Yeah, but at the same time, like you look at him and you can tell that he's just overly cautious sometimes. Like just so much so to where it yeah. looks like anytime he's trying a high flying move or anytime he's trying any other type of move, he looks so sti- he looks, like he looks scared for himself more so than trying to protect somebody else. It's okay. The best way to describe this is like. Okay, tell, please don't hear this, Miss. I'll see you on the twenty third. Tell, tell, um, tell um, a five year old to jump off a ladder, and they'll yeah. fucking jump off a ladder. Right. Tell a thirty five year old to jump off a ladder. They're gonna be like, uh, uh, okay, how am I gonna do this? How am I? Gonna? They're gonna overthink it to death. Exactly. And that's what Miz is doing every single time. Is he's overthinking everything. He just needs right? to fucking perform. He's like, I don't want to get hurt. And I granted, like, obviously, you know, a wrestler makes his money, and you don't want to get body. hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to get hurt. But at the same time, I mean, there's definitely some ways, you know, around it to sell it better. To Yeah. You know, I think that he's just not used to living with the pain that most of the indie wrestlers are. I can see that. Yeah. And that's why he just, yeah. he goes for that safe style. And that's, yeah. And that's why people have nicknamed him on, you know, online as the king of soft style. Yep. So, I mean, it makes sense. Um, I, you know, it makes sense when he said, when he described it that one time and talking smack years ago, right. When he says, I've been here consistently, never been injured. And I was like, that's, it's pretty fucking badass, actually. Yeah. I mean, great. You get the, you know, attendance award. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're <laughs> not missing school. <clears throat> definitely. Um, then we have, uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, which actually was a good match. Yeah. Match of the night. Yep, definitely. Uh, um, it it wasn't like the greatest match. It felt like a lot of. I mean, at least they were trying. And like, I think you were saying this earlier, is that they actually seemed like they were trying to give it their all. Yeah. As opposed to like the Miz versus Shinsuke previously, it didn't seem like they were giving it their all. Right. You know, it or like they were kind of. Or maybe the Miz it. was giving it his all, and it's just he was overthinking it all. Um, we have a backstabber to a bank statement. Sasha uses a chair to distract the ref. Um, but then uh, uses another chair. So they kind of used um, last week on SmackDown Live. Remember when uh, Shane grabbed the chair yeah. ke- to give it to Kevin Owens to distract him? Right. Uh, the ref puts the other chair on the outside. Becky grabs another ch- or Sasha grabs another chair, hits her with a chair. 
Um, you get a Shining Wizard to Becky, followed by a kick out. Becky then tries to swing the chair on Sasha, but Sasha dodges, and Becky strikes the ref. Uh, chair shot to Sasha, multiple chair shots to Sasha. The two brawl into the crowd. They brawl into the concession stands. Um, yep, that one guy getting nachos must have been so happy. You know, it was that one guy like, oh, God, whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, oh, oh my God. God. I know, right? They're right here. They're Let me get my phone out. Uh, oh, man. And then you can't get your phone. The, you can't get your app op- the app open. You're like, exactly. put on the HD pics. And they're already walking away. And you're right. like. And then, you know, your you're card like, pops up for some reason on the screen. Like, yeah. if you're going to auto pay something. Like, I don't need to pay for it. Exactly. I'm fine. And of course, there was a guy just standing there, like trying to put mustard on his hot dog. But no, it ended up all over Sasha's back. Well, no, she, they took the they took the mustard and used it. It yeah. saw like someone like someone like squirted on her from the sideline. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. So, I mean, some guy I'm sure was just standing there, like oh, I need some mustard on my hot dog. Yeah, and uh, then hey. they were like, no, I'm using this mustard. And then the guy just got no mustard. Well, thanks, but do you guys have any more mustard back there? <laughs> Anyways, uh, then they brawl back into the ring. Um, the match doesn't really end until a bunch of referees come out, and then just were like, the match is over, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's been over. This also, match has been over. <laughs> sorry, we were just chasing our truth around through. Right, yeah. <laughs> where are all the other refs? There was like one ref that was continuously knocked out. Exactly. They could have got security to break up these women. They could have given us... We could have had this podcast up 20 minutes prior. So, you know I mean? does Becky get a fine? Uh, who got a fine last time? Uh, Kevin Owens? Yeah. yeah. For hitting an official. No. No, she won't. Double standards. Uh, no, <laughs> I think it's just WWE doesn't give a shit about story, like continuity. Right. That's why. Um, so uh, they come out, they do let their ring announcer know, Greg Hamilton, that uh, Sasha does win by disqualification because Becky hit the referee with the chair, which is smart. You know, it's a smart way to finish the match, at least to keep this going. They'll probably end up in, they'll, they'll, these two will end up in Hell in Cell. Yeah, definitely going to This will be the women's Hell in the Cell match right here. Uh, Randy versus Kofi was after this. Um, Stupid. I hate to say it. Yeah, I mean it was. Um, it was an. It was a very slow match. The fans pop. Uh, they popped pretty hard for the part where uh, Randy got the RKO on Kofi. Because, I mean, I think they were just desperately wanted something different at that point. You know what I mean? A lot of this show was just let's keep the same yep. thing going. Let's keep the same thing. And going. It, it was. It was seriously. Let's go through all of Randy's move list. Like every spot that he usually does, like his entire move list just went He's right like, through Okay, it. throw him on the table. And throw him on the table. table. We'll do the second rope DDT. And okay, go for RKO. Yeah, oh, go oh, for oh we're going to use a punt this time? Okay, yeah. we're going to at least go for the punt. Okay, I'll go for the punt. Exactly. Um, then we have, and then the match just kind of ends with the trouble in paradise to Randy Orton. Kofi gets the pin. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even like a good finish to the match no i hate the trouble in paradise because it's just a fucking uranagi right it's just a uranagi <laughs> exactly and people are like oh trouble in paradise i always get it mixed up with the sos too which is really funny i mean they kind of look the same no they don't sos no, is that one with flips it's, oh that's right that's right it's like that weird like standing spanish fly yeah kind of ish to the yeah. side i don't yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so kofi is still your wwe champion but the new day have lost their uh, SmackDown Live tag title. So mm-hmm. uh, then we have the Street Profits and um, the uh, yeah. I don't know why they're here. I guess they're just here talking about the rest of the night, uh, hyping up the King of the Ring tournament, uh, yep. the finals ending on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. Gabriel, who do you got into the finals? You have on one side you have Shorty G, Chad Gable, Chadwick Gable. On the other side you have. 
big Baron Corbin friend of the show. I know, right? See, so my heart is with Baron, Your but heart. I know Chad's going to take it, and it's because the American Alpha theme okay. is my alarm in the morning when I wake up. Okay, nice. So yeah. Chad's going to win <laughs> yeah. the King of the Ring because your alarm is set to that. Yep, it's set to wake me up. It's set me to get motivated every day. I like it. Yeah. Um, I think the exact opposite. I'm going to really? go against you on this one. It's double or nothing now. All the stakes are on the line. Me versus you in the King of the Ring finals tomorrow. You have Chad. I have Baron. We'll see who walks out as the king of prediction podcasting. I mean, he does have the Cure for Connor shirt. And you can't. You well, can't he might lose. not tomorrow. What if, he, if he doesn't? Oh, have, if he doesn't have it on, oh, then. it's fucking over tomorrow. Yeah. If he doesn't have it on. Um, then we have uh, Rowan versus Roman. Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns. And um, thick that Rowan. Eric Rowan comes out and he has some brand new fancy leather pants, doesn't he? Thick that Rowan. Thick thigh Roman. Yes, he he does have no, some th- tree Roman. trunks. Not, not what you said, Roman. I said Rowan. Okay. Yeah, thick thigh Rowan. And uh, yeah, he comes out with brand new leather pants. So at this point, when I saw these leather pants, I said, there's a reason why he's coming out in different gear. There's something going on here. And it was exactly like I predicted in the prediction show. Luke Harper is back. Harper is back. Um, Somebody that nobody predicted would come back. I took a stand. No, I'm not going to fucking toot my own horn. No, but he's back. And it's cool. He looks really skinny. the Viking experience. No, 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 they're the bludgeon. They're going to be the bludgeon brothers again. You think so? They gotta be. They, but, the shirt, because they're all like extra Norsey like. The but shirt that not. Harper had on was very Bludgeon Brother E. You know like what I mean? The other Vikings, the more tamed ones, that yeah. wear vests, or they're the not so tame ones. I don't know. But no, Harper looked but... really skinny. Like I don't. It just yeah, before he, he was really muscular, and now it seems like he lost a lot of muscle he weight. He looks like malnourished. Like he was just like, well, I don't a, even know what to a do. A little bit. I mean, he looks malnourished and tired. Like, like I don't want to. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, he looked great because he didn't. He, yeah, he really didn't. And normally, when people take a long time off, they, they usually come back like looking super, super jacked. Like Dean Ambrose. Oh yeah, where you just don't even fucking recognize him, and you're like, holy. Well, shit. Dean Ambrose is like, fuck. I'm at my I'm last tail end. I'm gonna go get that New Japan contract soon. Oh. Right. I gotta look good. Cody's starting some promotion. Ugh, I got got stretch. Oh damn, my elbow. What? What? Oh, chew this gum. It's fine. Um, no, but like I said, uh, so the match was uh, pretty basic. Some basic bitch shit. <laughs> um. So- <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, Roman and Rowan, you basic bitches. I know, right? Superman punched Rowan, uh, followed by a kick out. Rowan power bombs Roman through the announcer's table. The two battle into the crowd. Iron Claw chokes them to Roman through a table on the outside. Um, that's when Roman's charging down the ring towards uh, Eric Rowan. That's when Luke Harper makes his appearance, makes his return with a big boot to Roman. The two beat down on Roman. We have an Iron Claw chokeslam to Roman and the pin and the win. Eric Rowan beats Roman Reigns. Surprised? Daniel Bryan is completely out of the storyline, it seems like. Yep. So didn't even rear his I head. wonder what's gonna happen. I think this is the end of the new Daniel Bryan. Quote unquote well the quote unquote new Daniel Bryan, you know what I mean? The used. heel. Yeah. Yeah. Heel Daniel Bryan. I think it's over. I think we're either gonna get a a brand new heel version or he's gonna go back to being a face. It's gotta be. If he was still I think being he's a going he- back to being a face. Because if he if he was still a heel and still being the same heel, he would have come out and just joined with Harper and Rowan. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. Um, 
So then we have the main event of the night. Braun Strowman versus Seth Rollins. Uh, the two go back and forth, and uh, Braun gets busted open in the nose. It seems like he had a bloody nose. Yep, there was a, there was a cool little spot where Seth was working on trying to take him down, and he and he climbs up on pretty much every every ring post and kind of comes down, yeah. and uh, he gets caught on the last one, I think. Yeah, and... Um, there was one point even where Braun gets on the top rope. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seth. Yeah, that was after the three suicide dives. Seth tries Seth. To, Seth tries to go or for a... Seth, um, to Braun. Seth, yeah. um, Seth tries to go for the superplex to Braun, but of course he's not going to get it off. Uh, Braun then uh, powers out of... A, or Sorry, he's on the top rope, and he... He is wobbling up there. Like, I felt bad. That guy <laughs> legit almost tripped and fell. No shit. He almost busted his shit. If Braun would have fell on that top rope, that would have been over for his career. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because even in Vince's eyes, it's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. It, it. He just sounds like, <laughs> Vince just sounds like a dog to me sometimes. Um, Braun then uh, powers out of a headlock. We get a stomp to Braun, but he kicks out after one count. A second stomp to Braun, followed by a two count. A third stomp to Braun, another kick out. And then we have a pedigree, a stomp to Braun, pin, and the win for Seth Rollins. Four stomps and a pedigree. And, uh, you know, as predicted, as probably everyone predicted, Seth Rollins, he was walking up to the ramp. Um, They do this thing now in WWE where it starts to show, you know, like the copyright logos and everything. Before, when we were younger, we didn't know if we see that. When you think it's over. Exactly. You were like, when we were younger, we are like, oh, it's over. That's it. I can go pee now. Uh, I think this started with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver Chicago a few years ago because that's what happened. Yeah. It literally like, almost cut off and then the cameras came right back in. Huh. Like um, It started then and they felt like they had something. Right. And they've done it a few times now. Yeah, I've noticed um, that. I'm not a huge fan of doing stuff like that. Just do it. Whatever. Just <laughs> just fucking do it. Um, especially with this, we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> right. Especially like when you look up at the clock and you're like, huh, they have 10 minutes left. Uh, yeah. Out, well, all the lights go down. And out comes uh, Bray Wyatt. As we knew, because, you know, we know he's challenging for the universal title at Hell in the Cell. So this was the best moment of the night. I mean, you know, that, you know, probably right next that, there to Sasha and Becky. I think what that saved the show. No, I didn't know. So no, much it definitely the did, show, it, it, but, it did not save the show. But the it was show uh, it was definitely a peak. It was one of the peaks. Yeah, it's yeah. just. It, it, but how much of a peak could it have been if we did not know that Bray was was challenging for the universal title? That's like if true. he like if Seth was just like goodbye, cameras on the cutoff, and then all of a sudden Bray attacks Seth. How cool would that have been to to do that? That'd have been pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, whatever. So, that was uh, but, Clash of Champions. Anything else you want to say about the main event? Um, nah, I mean... Did I say it all for you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think you pretty much got it. All right. Well, uh, tomorrow is um, Monday Night Raw. Yep. And uh, we'll see how things go. Do we know where they're going to be for Monday Night Raw? Yeah. Tomorrow... No, oh, um, no, I have no idea because I know the week after no. the spectrum, the spectrum. That's that what it, it was called. 
You're right. It is called the spectrum. I know. I, I laughed at it earlier. Uh, I shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But I did. That's that's not right. Let's see what, what's going on with Monday Night Raw tomorrow. Oh, Mr. McMahon challenges the Raw superstars to prove that they... Ha- oh, no. This is from 2002. I don't know why it brought me here. <laughs> I was like, wait, Mr. McMahon challenges the Raw to prove they have ruthless aggression. I'm like, this sounds like an old episode. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Ah, fuck it. You'll see it tomorrow night. Anyways. Yep, it'll happen somewhere. Anyways, guys, we have new tag team champions coming out of this. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that that's literally it. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. We're going to get out of here. It's getting late. I have to get up early in the morning. I got to go do some lift riding and lift rides in the morning. So, I'll be up early, guys. If you're in San Francisco, order a lift. Order a lift so I can get some, pay. I get some money tomorrow. That's just pandering right there. Hey. What? What's your lift code? I know, right? Hey, guys, that's what I should do. I should, you know, I should put the lift, like the refer a driver lift code, like on air exactly. and like advertise it everywhere to whoever uses it. And eventually I'll get that 450. Yeah. You know? All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Gabriel Morningstar. And uh, me and Jose Osegueda will see you on Tuesday for the Raw Review. Have a wonderful evening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.